Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Know how I go, shout out OCT. No real cap, call out what we see. Whole game ready, ball of bricks on three. No, you can't stand on it on two feet. I already know you can't ball with me. Cause I brought up with the squad of me. They get a little, they callin' me. Ball alert. Ball alert. Ball alert. Ball alert. Ball alert. Welcome to the Ball Alert Show podcast. Available everywhere you get your podcast. Please continue to like, subscribe, and share our YouTube page at Baller Alert TV. I go by the name of Ferrari Simmons. I go by the name you know BT. OCT, what up? Money log in the building. Hey. Hey. That's a grilly. Love that for me. Yeah, I love that for you too. Cause you've been you have a journey you've been on. I have. You know what I'm saying? How are you feeling though? Like I know you've been diagnosed with lupus and you know, you just recently said you had autism. Like, how is that? How's how are you doing? I mean, I'm still doing me. You got to keep it pushing, you know. Um, I think one thing that keeps me on the right path is just, like, knowing that everybody has their own journey and their own unique experience. And um, it's my life and it's my responsibility to make the best of it. Um, Sometimes it does get a little tough because it's like I have so much success based on, like, the standard, right, status quo. That when I have my moments when I am down, um, it's hard for people to relate. And so they be like, girl. Um, so I have to kind of struggle through those moments on my own sometimes. Mm-hmm. But um, God don't give you more than you can carry. Yeah. And um, I've learned a lot through about lupus through like Tony Braxton and people who have it, like those type of celebrities. And um, they say it inflames like if you're, if you're worked up or if you're you know too excited have you had any flirts due to things like that absolutely um mostly mine are like in my hands and mm. joints so sometimes i can't really like open things as you saw um but yeah it's funny because it's like it's a catch-22 because with something like an autoimmune that is stress related it's best if you don't talk about it but yet, if you don't talk about it, there's no representation. Mm. Um, you mm. know, so it's tough. I got to choose moments when um, when I'm feeling good, when there isn't anything happening, like right now, where I'll share. I and mean, then sometimes I'm just like, yeah, you know, I don't really want to talk about it right now because I'm kind of going through it. Um, but I think, you know, keeping your stress level down, staying positive, eating right, getting sleep, um, and just not putting yourself in scenarios where you could be triggered that's really the key. Mm-hmm. And you have a lot of support from your family and husband. Yeah, I mean, I don't really ask for much. Mm-hmm. Um, very self-sufficient, independent. I like to be by myself. So when I do, um, they just give it to me. You know, it's like, Dad, can you make me a grilled cheese? <laughs> you know, um, 
So yeah, I'm very I'm very blessed That's in good. that aspect. Now, uh, if we could take it back a little bit, um, you're from Gifford, Florida, yes. which is right by Vero Beach, a little bit South Florida. They pushing the, they pushing the um the boundary, the border. What do you, you know? say you from? You say you from uh, Gifford. Okay. Yeah, it's becoming it's, smaller and smaller. I'm a Florida guy, and I literally had to look that up. Like last I was gonna week. say, was you like, know yeah, where's that? Money long. I was like, yeah. Where's where, where you from in Florida? It's, it's, I'm from West Palm Beach. Okay, so it's so like an hour and a half. Far. Yeah, it's not too far. How you don't know about Gifford? Because I, I've been to Vero, but I didn't know right on top of Vero, it's. Okay, Gifford. so we like a train track community. You know, like okay. they put MLK train tracks mm. and the you know Dollar General in the hood, mm. and then right across the train track is the beach. Mm-hmm. So there's literally people where, from where I'm from that have never been across been the, crane, the to train the beach. Track. Oh, That's this, like crazy! Like Ten minutes down the street. Wow! Because it's not; it's a different neighborhood. Right. You know, it's literally like driving, driving, hood, 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 Section A housing. You know what I'm saying? And then train track, and then boom, mansions. So how was it like for you growing up on your side, on, on that side of the tracks? Was Cause I know somebody sang in the family. Mom. My mom sang. Yeah. Dad was in the navy. <clears throat> my biological father, my stepfather uh, worked for the sheriff's department for many years. I think twenty plus. He still teaches. Um, in the town. Gifford. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Um, I don't know. I was very so. I actually grew up um, all over the United States in my younger years. It wasn't until I was about fourteen that uh, we moved to Gifford, which my, my mother's hometown, where she was raised, Wabasso, is 20 minutes down the street. And uh, I grew up on a farm, and I was very much like, if I was hungry, you'd just go pick an orange off the tree. So I didn't really have an actual concept of, like, uh, status or, like, we struggling, because we literally lived off the land. Um, but... You know, I didn't have no Jordans or nothing like that. Like, we didn't have designer clothes, you know. We definitely was shopping at JCPenney, you know, buy one, get one for 88 cents. Jeans. Um, So, I don't know. I I was very oblivious. It wasn't until I got older that I realized, like, wait a minute. That's not right, (laughs) you know. Um, I don't know. I I wasn't. My mom did a good job with keeping us. Keeping us shielded from that kind us of stuff. Us as in your siblings. Yes. I have two brothers. Two brothers. Yeah. Older? One older, one younger. And I had a stepbrother. He passed away okay. um, years ago. Uh, so, yeah, I'm the only girl. Oh, wow. So you was out there, you know, was you milking cows and stuff too? Or? We had no cows, but I did oh. feed the chickens. Okay. Uh, we used to fish in the pond. Okay. We had geese. I had a pet hog. Pet hog. <laughs> yeah. They, 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 they are pretty smart. Yeah, well, they they killed them and um, oh, roasted yeah. them. Damn! Oh my yeah, god! Yeah. Do you uh, do you slaughter Wait, chickens too? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't slaughter chickens. We don't do that. Um, I did have to learn how to gut fish. Okay. When I was younger, because again, we live off the land, so yeah. um, you wasn't allowed. You had to eat what you kill. Okay. So if you kill it, you got to eat it. Okay. Um, you know how to skin a fish. I do, and I don't. <laughs> I don't particularly enjoy. When was the last time it. you did that? That was a while back. Oh yeah, long time ago. We used okay. to shoot squirrels. Oh my god! We, we had to squirrel eat gumbo. Not squirrel. We just throw it on the grill. <laughs> but yeah. like you said, once you you know hit your teenage years and stuff like that, you was in like a sheltered uh, space with your parents and at home and stuff like that. But then you got on the internet mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you started to do your thing uh, in two thousand four, right? 2004 was my first video. Yes, wow. You did your research again. Um, <laughs> like you said, you were sheltered, so it's like, you know, I don't think many people, you did sleepovers or slumber oh, no, parties or something like that. You know, people on the internet now have friends, like fans who are online, and that's kind of like what you kind of started doing at that time. Um, you know, how did that shape you as far as doing your music in 2004? Um, I think it's kind of like two separate things. I think one, my mom didn't let me do nothing. Diddly squat. I remember one time uh, this boy asked me to the movies for Valentine's Day and we've known him, we've known each other since we were like seven and he finally was like, yo, can you, like, can we go to movies? So I told my mom I got all dressed, I had on my pink and red. She drove me to the movie theater. The boy came up to the car, he had 
uh, chocolate, a bear, flowers, Aww. balloons, whole nine yards. Like, um, you know, Miss Sheila, I was just going to let her pick the movie. And my mom was like, okay, one second. She rolled the window up. She said, y'all think y'all slick. You know, and mind you, I'm so like not even thinking mm-hmm. about your green too uh, a little bit so, I'm so green yeah. um, I was just excited that she was letting me do something tell me about this lady rolled down the window and said um, you at the movies tell them bye and oh and left drove off and the boy was standing there like with the flowers like oh and, and, and I was just one little tear <laughs> coming down my eye it's like a movie um, so literally <laughs> for real and I was so upset and so hurt um, but that was my life. She didn't let me do nothing. So I think the computer became my escape, mm-hmm. right? Because I could talk to people. Yeah. I could um, make videos and respond to comments. And I did develop relationships with um, some of my supporters. I still talk to to this day from years ago. Um, this one girl named Laquita. She's buying me gifts and stuff. Um, I'll invite her to my shows. You know, it's just like we do create a genuine bond and connection with our fans sometimes. And um, it's hard to do that now because people be like trolling, pushing it a no, little bit, like telling crazy. me what I need to do and mm-hmm. talking to me crazy. And you forget like somebody said something like, um, I was going to beat your ass if you didn't. I said, who's going to be what? You know what I'm saying? Like when you didn't yeah. sing my favorite song she said, you at the concert. No, they, they really they be pushing it. They be pushing bit. it. So sometimes I'll be having to like Go in like I went on on went in on this girl on TikTok the other day. She couldn't take it though, so I had to erase what I said because I'm like, okay, people are laughing at her a little too much, mm-hmm. and you know I know how that feels, so I'm gonna just take it down and give her a break. But I have to do that sometimes to let people what know. What did she like, say? She was just like, girl, you need you being um, you doing too much. You're a celebrity. People gonna tell you what to do, you know. And I was like, so I. I'm not gonna say what I said, but I basically gave her a taste of her own medicine. Gotcha. And gotcha. she can she can handle it. Most mm-hmm. fans can. A lot of people are just internet people, and they just comment. You know, and a lot of people probably don't think that you're actually gonna see their comment. They don't. <laughs> they don't. They don't think that I'm gonna say anything back. They expect me to be scary. They also don't expect me to have the personality that I have, because um, I'm you know I'm from Florida. Like we we can't nobody talk junk like somebody from Florida. If you oh, piss yeah. me off. If you piss me off, I'm calling you all types of roly-poly neck, turtle head. <laughs> you, you, know? you know, if I'm Whitney, I'm Bobby and Whitney, Whitney. Minus all the extras. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm very much like, somebody asked me the other day, like, what R&B songs am I listening to in my car? I'm like, I'm listening to Big Dude. I'm listening to okay. Moneybag. I'm listening to Key Glock. I ain't listening to that. Yeah. Well, you'll, listen, you'll be listening to R&B. I make R&B. I don't listen to it. Is, it, is that like a cleanse for your ears sometimes? Because you just hear it, you write it? No, I just want to jump on my bed and throw things like everybody else. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I used to, I remember for like um, a year straight, I would put on BMF, Rick okay. Ross, and that was my alarm. They come bend me. Literally, Literally. like I'd be in the bed asleep, and all of a sudden it was like, boom. <laughs> Boom. I think I'm big Meech every morning yeah. and that's how I you think know. if people you know heard Joe's story like as far as you growing up you was outside you know skinning fish you know playing with hogs you know shooting you raccoons squirrels over you 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 had a pet hog and then you you, you they killed it and y'all ate it Damn, she thug. I didn't eat it the first right day. There. So that wasn't so that wasn't a pet. <laughs> he was my pet, <laughs> but they tricked me into feeding it and fattening it up and making me feel like you know I used to come home every day from school and be like, "Hey, Powder, talk to him." And he Man. was a wild hog, so he Powder used to. Was fat, huh? He was he was he was it was a big freaking animal, <laughs> and um, he would like he would charge at the fence. For anybody else, but for me, he yeah. was nice. He would walk over and like you know, <laughs> you know, talk to me. <laughs> and um, he had these big tusks, and I we I would go in the house and get the we had an empty chitlin bucket that we used to put our scraps in. So I would get the slop bucket, put it in a trough, and sit there and talk to him. And one day I came home, and the cage was empty. Uh-oh. And mind you, my my grandparents live on four acres, so it's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I walk in, yeah, I go straight to the cage. He's not there. 
I go in the house. I'm like, granddaddy, what powder? He took me to the window. It was a big, long window in the front of the house. And he pointed to the edge of the yard. So his cage is over here. He pointed over here. And, and powder was there roasting on a spit. Dang. And I just remember falling out being like, no! And I remember calling my mama like, "Mama, they didn't kill powder." <laughs> and she said, um, "Well, don't eat." So, so I didn't. The first day I did not eat. But you ate the second Aww. day. The second day I was hungry. Did he, did he taste good? It though? was so good. <laughs> yeah, he's with me forever. Oh. Uh, right, so wait. Did you ever write a song about powder? I didn't. Oh. No, it's too much. So we'll be right back with more of the Baller Alert Show. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. You're listening to a special edition of the Baller Alert Show. What's up? It's your girl, Money Long, and you are now tuned in to the Baller Alert Show. Uh, I do want to... Acknowledge the fact that you were doing all this and this was dope. Uh, left, or I, I don't want to say it's dope eating powder or dope. You know, your mom leaving um, the boy, the, the young man, at the movie theater. So when did music come into play? Was mom singing all the time in the house, and all then the you time. started singing too? And she was like, "Oh God, you can sing!" Or um, she said she knew I could sing at two years old. Really? Um, we used to live in, in Connecticut, and there was this commercial that used to play. I actually remember this too. Um, and it would go, Spirit of Hampton Road. Like, you know, it was like a airport commercial or something like that. Like, and so, like um, a jingle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she said she heard me doing that one day and she looked, but the TV was off. So she knew that it was me. Nice. Um, oh. And there was always music in the house. My bi- biological father played the trumpet. We had pianos in every house that we were in, upright piano. Um, my mom was always singing. There was always music playing. She used to have like those CD towers full. She had like three of them. So it was like always music. Every in the car, she had the CD book. Um, so, I mean, it was just kind of like I thought everybody could do it because that's just how we were in our house. Even my grandma be, you know, humming and cooking. My biological father also could sing. Um, he had like a, one of those like high pitch temptations, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you, yeah, yeah, this was common. Yes, in the house yes. And then um, even writing songs, like I wrote my first song when I was eight, and uh, I remember I was vacuuming, and I just walking down the highway, looking at the skyway, and my brother was like, "What song is that?" I was like, "I made it up." He's like, "No, you didn't." Um, and I was like, "Yes, I did." We started arguing. So we went to my mom, and my mom was like, well, I never heard it before. And then she bought me a composition notebook, and I started making my own songs. I just thought everybody did that. And it wasn't until I started sharing it online, like 15, 16 years old, that people were like, were you be making that stuff up? Really? 
even now people still do that to me when I come up with something they'd be like you just wrote that right now so I mm, guess it's just my gift yeah everybody's not Definitely. not that talented so uh, <laughs> you're writing the songs you know you're on the internet uh, 2008 you decided to go to LA what decided that in your mind I'm gonna go to LA and do this thing um, I think I had reached a ceiling here in Atlanta um, my first record deal the guy who signed me him and his lawyer made more money than me mm-hmm. yeah. on the first record deal I had and so eventually that money ran out very quickly actually mm-hmm. and I was like well damn <laughs> you know what am I gonna do um, I found out about songwriting and I was like well I don't wanna go back to Gifford cause there ain't nothing to do there but you know have babies mm-hmm. and so yeah and get married have babies and you know be a mom um which there's nothing wrong with that but that's not what I wanted and so I was like well let me go to LA do some sessions N- had no idea that I was going to uh grow in notoriety so fast as a songwriter but when I got out there I was doing like five sessions a day every day two songs minimum in every session my first session uh, I got a placement with this UK artist named Cheryl Cole. That went number one over there. And then after that, it was just like Selena Gomez, who says, Chris Brown, don't wake me up, Rihanna. It, it was like boom, boom, boom. You know, but I think it was just because I was working so much that um, I had so, it was like a, you know, the ratio of songs I had to choose from um, made it possible for me to have that kind of like snowball. Uh, are you married at this time or relationship? Engaged? I'm married. Yeah, I've been married for nine years. Okay, so so you got married when? Like where? Where were you? 2015. Where were you then? In Florida? Uh, California. You were in California. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how was that like? Because you know, being married is not easy. That's a whole different are you job. Yes, definitely happily married, but she crazy and I'm crazy. So this is a little <laughs> lit. So I'm just saying marriage is a job. Mm-hmm. It's so much communication that needs to be happening. And someone like you that has a crazy schedule. And then I'm not sure, you know, who your husband is, but how is that conversation with him when you guys are communicating like, hey, you know, I have to go to the studio and you might be on all day. I think you, there has to just be a mutual respect, right? Because it's like this. I've been working to get to this moment for 17 years. Mm. Um, you know, you wouldn't want to stop the person that you love from doing something that they're obviously, you know, blessed with. That is my gifting. Um, but I definitely made it very clear, like, you, you're not stopping nothing. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going to work. That's what I'm going to do. Um, and I think also too, it's just like there's no formula. There's no one size fit all. You have to communicate. You have to. Um make time for what's important to you and you can't be prideful which I think that stops a lot of people sometimes from thriving in their relationships because you know you don't want to admit when you mess up you don't want to be soft be vulnerable um and also the death of relationships is trying to please anybody else outside of the two of you you know if you're doing things for your boys if you're doing things for the general public the perception you already lost. It has to be a real genuine respect, mutual connection, respect, communication, maturity, all that. And he seems supportive of you. He uh, named your label. He came up with the name, yeah. But also, too, I think that's part of it, right? Like, um, sometimes it's just kind to, like, allow your partner to feel... Um, as if yeah like of course I don't need anyone to name anything or write anything but you know if he comes up with a name and it's cool why not mm-hmm. you know what I'm like sure I got you I'm like oh that's hot yeah I'm gonna use that thank you you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like versus being like no thanks like it's just it's, there's, it's not it's kind of productive yeah. there's no purpose for me to do that um, and that's with anything like hairstyle nails outfit you know, video treatment. Like, if you have a dope idea, why not share? Do you guys have fun time to date each other? It's a little tough. Um, but, I mean, again, every day is what you make it. Got it. You know what I'm saying? I'm happy with walking 
around the block. Like, I'm yeah, happy that, with that. That counts. You know, or just sitting outside looking at stars or Netflix and chill. Like, I'm very simple. How did he get you? Or how did you get him? How did y'all get each other? <laughs> uh, you know, I honestly don't even... I just remember liking... Uh, A pic on Instagram? His... No. Oh, That's why I thought you was going to. <laughs> no, I just remember liking... Um, the fact that he was taking care of me, like, uh, health-wise. Mm. So, you know, we were working out a lot. Um, I had, like, holistic medicines and stuff. He was making sure I would take it. Because sometimes I don't, I'm not the best with remembering to take my medicine. Um, so those were the things that made me be like, hmm. You really care about me. Yeah. You really love me. Okay. <laughs> I know you mentioned in one of your interviews about industry grooming and things like that. Can you just shed light on that a little bit? Uh, I think as I grow, just like as a woman in maturity, as a creative, I realize that every single thing I went through was um, tempering me, you know, for the for where I'm at now. Like I was not prepared at any other time or moment before now I wasn't ready. Um, and also as I grow in wisdom, I'm able to see people, like, really see them. Um, and I can tell, like, who knows themselves, who's being authentic, who is um, being led by an external locus of control, meaning you are moved by outside opinions other than your own that do not originate from self. And then internal locus of control, meaning you get your... Um, guidance from your intuition your gut what's on your heart i call it the god whisper you know when you get that instinct to like grab your coat before you walk out the door and then you grab it and then it rains or you know you get the instinct like i don't know why someone's telling me to bring these flip-flops but i'm gonna bring them and then you end up needing it that's the god whisper that's what i call it a lot of times people ignore it um but when you get to a certain place of like Trusting that and understanding those are little taps from God, from the universe, from your angels, guiding you in the right direction. Um, you learn how to operate in that. And so I can recognize when somebody's doing that. I think when I was younger, I didn't have that. So I was trusting and putting my faith in other people. So... You need a tissue. We well, appreciate something? you sharing. I'm okay. It. Yeah. Okay. I, I appreciate um, you sharing. It. I know that uh, you are signed now, right? Def Jam or Zerdeal? I have a partnership with Def Jam. I'm signing myself. Partnership is dope. Yeah, I know that hours and hours helped that, right? The the single. Um, I think the hours and hours was a tipping point, but I had already built um a catalog, mm -hmm. a nice little like catalog of about thirty songs, and a bunch of them were doing really well. In terms of independency, like I have multiple songs that were hitting a million. For yours, um, yourself, yes. under your name, yes. on Money Long. Okay. Um, and so Hours and Hours, obviously that's my biggest song. I think it's got half a billion uh, streams. Wow. Which is amazing. Yeah, you're almost a billionaire in the stream. <laughs> right. Well, I, I received the other one too. Yeah, thanks. Um, <laughs> Me too. Yeah, so I think it was definitely Hours and Hours, but... I think what the reason why I was able to get what I was able to get as far as um, partnership and, and revenue share and all that is because they saw, like, it's not just one. It's not just a one hit or quitter. Like, she has built, she's going somewhere with her brand. She has identity. Um, and I think the true test came recently with, like, can she do it again? Mm. You know, is it, was it just lightning in a bottle? Was it just luck? And um, I think with Made For Me, now is doing the same thing. It's going viral on TikTok. Uh, we got number one at Urban Radio. Uh, we just released a video yesterday. So if you haven't seen that, go check that on YouTube. Featuring Luke James. Uh, featuring Luke James, directed by Trinidad James hey. and Des Gray. Mm -hmm. And um, I think they're seeing like, oh, wow, she does know what she's talking about. She does know what she's doing. And it's not any specific formula. It's just the relationship that I have created with my supporters. It, it took a lot more groundwork, right? I actually have to like, individually like every comment, respond with a genuine response, 
not just like a emoji. Like, thank you for saying this. Keep going. Yeah, like I have to <laughs> yeah, actually dropping gym, man. really you dropping gems right now. <clears throat> I mean, it's just this is just real. Like this is this is how I'm doing it. Yeah, I'm actually imagine this is what I was saying to uh, my manager Shaka. He's over there. I was like, uh, him and Jeff, what the music industry has done in essence is put the power in the hands of the creator um demographic your niche it's not you the creator you don't have the power and neither does the label where you get the power is imagine if you're in a stadium and it's the field is crowded imagine you the star player walking through that crowd and not getting attacked not getting touched not getting hounded if you can do that then you are the captain of the ship there's not a lot of artists who can do that Nicki Minaj can do it you know Kanye um, Kanye can do it but it's very hard and it's like you have to be so um like confident in who you are to be able to control that space understand you're at a spiritual level you got to be able to push your aura out to let people know like Yes, I'm here. I'm with you. We're in this together. Hey, how are you? You're beautiful. Oh, my gosh. Like, and you really, it has to be genuine because people can smell the fear. Can't fake that either. You can't mm-hmm. fake it. So I think where my power comes from is I really know my audience. I really know what they want to see from me, what they want to hear. And I protect it. I do not let, you know, sometimes people at the label will be like, oh, can you do this? And can you duet this? And can you make a a post about this I'm like that's whack they're gonna know you know that it's not me um, and it's not to say that people's ideas are whack it's just they know my voice and they can tell when I'm trying to sell them something or when I really am genuinely like y'all I found this lotion you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so, I, so it drives my value up because I'm only going to advertise and stand behind things that I actually believe in so when I do speak about something you know Oh, I'm gonna go get that because she don't, she don't just be feeding us, you know, force feeding us stuff. But it takes longer because I have to actually vet these things and you know try things out and spend my own money and you know before I bring it to my people, I I have to have worn it. Yeah. You know, so it takes longer. It takes more resources, and it's not like the cool route. You know what I'm saying? Where like a lot of these influencers. They're wearing and, and testing the hottest stuff as it's, you know, blowing up is about timing for me um, and finding the right partnerships. But in the end, at the end of it, I'm creating this um, foundation that is very strong and you can't it's not shakeable. It's unshakable. So, like, if I do mess up and I have a moment that isn't so great. It's overshadowed by all the times that I made the right choices. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm fine with that. Like, my goal was never to be uh, famous. It's to be able to express myself at a high level for a very long time until I get tired of it. And, of course, being successful and having brand recognition and people knowing who I am visually um, and knowing who I am as a personality helps to be able to do that to bring in more opportunities. But that's not the goal. So... I think, as I said before, I wasn't ready before now. I wouldn't have been able to understand that, you know, 10 years ago. Do you think this power came from when you stepped out of Priscilla and into Money Long? Um, I think it, so in that transition period, yes, but it didn't have anything to do with music. It was just, um, I had asked a, a old friend of mine, Wilmer Valderrama, I don't know if you guys watch that 70s show. He's a um, Fez, foreign mm-hmm. exchange student. And uh, of course, he's grown. He's done. He's on like NCIS now. But I asked him a long time ago. I was like, Wilmer, how do you know when it's time to grow up? I think I was like 20 when I asked him this. And he was like, when you get tired of making the same mistakes over and over, you start changing things and tweaking things and doing things differently. And um, that really hit me. I had to think about it for a long time. Like, what do you mean? What do he mean by that? Um, And so I started watching how I talk about myself, watching how I talk about others, watching um, when you get that little envious feeling when you see somebody doing something that you wish you were doing, changing the momentum of that thought into like a so now instead when I see somebody doing something that I want to be doing, I don't even feel envy anymore. I'm remembering to say 
that's for me. I would love to experience that, you know. And so you're calling these things into your experience um, with a positive polarization versus like <clears throat> the opposite of that would be, dang, how come it, you know, it's never works out for me. Man, I get right there. It's always something. You got to watch that. You can't talk like that. Mm -hmm. And it takes literally you have to brainwash yourself. Um, so I was listening to self-help books, meditations, ask formations. So basically affirmations in the form of a question like, why am I so successful? Why does everything always happen for me so easily? Why is my bank account so full? You know, things like that. Before I go to sleep, first thing in the morning, I'm listening to my books. I'm turning on. It's so much stuff on YouTube, like for free. Um, therapy, stuff, Reiki. Stuff, yeah. yeah, so like I did a very holistic like rebranding as well internally and then what you guys see is the product of that very surface level you know how i dress how i talk my music my videos um but there's a there's so much more deeper work yeah. that i've been doing you said you had that conversation with fez well he's not really fez but at 20 <laughs> and uh 21 you became a millionaire mm -hmm. or you made your first million um this is the Ball Alert show, and uh, just to touch on the financial aspect of it, um, can you just Baller. shed some light on uh, financial decisions and um, when you get into making money? I mean, I think I've seen so many interviews where like people will share when they first started getting money, they they blew it. Yeah, um, and I definitely blew a lot, um, not understanding just how business works and taxes and what you can write off and what you can't and rent and loaning people money and you know thinking That's you're going to get it thing. back and you never you never <laughs> will you don't get it back they don't give it back um, yeah, we, had, we just had ATL Jacob yeah, he said AT he blew his money like Future told him like, you was going to blow yeah, it yeah. yeah ATL Jacob said that Future said uh, every every person in the industry that makes a lot of money goes broke the first time around mm -hmm. second third <laughs> like okay. y y because it's like you think that when you get this amount of money, it's going to change your life. When you get this car, when you get this jewelry, when you get... That's what you think. Um, and then when you get it, you realize like, oh, wait. You know, that has nothing to do with it. And that's why you like, you know, you'll see people who are really wealthy wearing flannel shirts and Birkenstocks. Because it's like, eh, none of that stuff really matters. It's just, money is just a means to be able to maneuver in the world. So, like... Mm -hmm. Um, if I want to get up at 2 a.m. and fly to Dubai, I need to make enough money where I can I can do that. And the rules do not apply to me because I make my own magic. Um, and the only reason why I understand that is because I've tried it every other way, right? So, like, as much as you don't want your baby, I don't know if you have kids, as much as you might not want your baby to touch that hot stove, they got to touch it to see. See, that's why you don't do that, mm -hmm. you know? And so, like... There is something very in, in the humanness of like existence, right? If that doesn't even make sense, but you get what I'm saying. What you're saying. Um, there is just something about us where we gotta see for ourselves and experience it for ourselves. There is no better teacher than experience. It doesn't matter how much I tell you, that's not that's not gonna turn out good. You're he's not still, gonna still, really understand it. Up. Yeah, up, you're not until you, you know, it don't matter how much your mama tell you or your sister or whoever be like, man, treat that girl right. Do do the right thing until you lose her. You're not going to get it. Mm. You're not going to understand. That's true. Um, and so I would just say, man, That's like <clears throat> if you plan on being really successful, plan on losing, plan on losing. You will. But get back up, like get back up. Don't let that stop you. Um, I've failed. I can't even tell you how many times. But I got back up and I'm like, well, you know, what else am I going to do? Is that why <laughs> you, you know? made your name Money Long? Money Long? <laughs> it's long definitely money? an affirmation for sure. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, it looks, when you look at it, you say, it's, oh, it's Mooney Long, mm -hmm. but it's Money Long. Yes. Why? M-U-N-I. Um, you know, just want to be different. Okay. Um. Okay. Also, there was nobody else with that name. It was nowhere. It did not exist. Um, when I first changed my name, um, now if you go online, there's a bunch. <laughs> yeah. I Googled it. I always do that. I do that yeah. with like song titles. Um, any ideas I might have, I Google to make sure that it doesn't exist, exist so that I can own it. Um, but yeah, I just... Uh, 
It's a bunch of money loans on the internet now. Yeah. Oh. I want to know how do you uh, how do you approach a song when you're writing? Mm, good question. Um, I'm channeling, mm-hmm. so almost like a freestyle. Okay. Most Deep. of the time. Do you have to be there with the producer making it from scratch too? Or I don't have to. That's ideal though. That's the ideal. So that's what I've been doing on this project. Um, but now I can do it to a, a, a track, track, like with hours and hours. That was a beat I found on YouTube. Um, I was just I was washing dishes, and I was like extremely bored because I hate, I hate cleaning you up. Found that beat. On found YouTube. that beat. Bought it. Um. That's a long story. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I bought it, but the producer didn't actually have the right to sell it to me. Oh so my I, God. it turned what? into a, it turned into a huge thing. Um, but we not gonna talk about it. I gotta give uh, you flowers on that song because that's a very slow song. I'm a DJ, and in Atlanta, you had to play that in the club, and it's the slowest. You know, song. I still haven't heard that song in the club. You, you haven't heard the song in the club. I heard it in Magic what? City, but even when I, you went to uh, Ladies of R and B, of course. You, but I mean, like in the club, like oh, club, everybody's club. singing it at the top of their lungs. I've never Because during the peak of it It was COVID Oh you know Atlanta was And I was not going outside Atlanta was open open, But I was in LA Well you can't be compromised at all I was not going outside I understand I got People were trying to book me They was getting mad Like yo We got this money for you I'm like you also got the COVID You also have the COVID. <laughs> but you know, you can't you can't play with lupus. That's an autoimmune disease. Right. Like you can't yeah, not yeah. do that. Understood. Yes, because then I'll be in the hospital bed yeah. and you For know hours. all I was trying to do was smoke hookah. It's, it's <laughs> not Atlanta has a hookah problem. I'm sorry. What's wrong yeah. with that? Listen, well, you know, a lot of Africans here. That's I've seen somebody at the bus stop with a hookah. At the bus stop, fam. You have the portable ones now. No, it wasn't a portable one. It was the glass <laughs> with the foil at the bus stop. At the bus stop. I think their priorities was a home of the that's the home. That's the whole Atlanta. Mind you, I live in LA. I've been there for a decade. Ain't no hookah out there. Yes, it is. Where it is? In the sense that you would go to like the Mediterranean spot or the halal spot. Yeah. And then you could do hookah at night. They give it to you with like milk to make it smoother. Mm-hmm. They put like the fruit around the you rim. You know what you're talking about over and there. And it's the, it's the shisha. Yeah, yeah shisha, the shisha. Which yep, is shisha. like the, the gelled yeah. tobacco. Mm-hmm. Bro, they not giving you shisha. You're getting regular tobacco in a hookah. And it's not um, the coal. They're supposed to come around and tap that coal every few, you know, 30 minutes to tap off all the soot. So next time when y'all go do hookah and you pay attention, they're not doing that. But the and coal is getting smaller and smaller. It's going through. No, the, so, so, no, no, it's not. It. It's going in the air. That too. So like if you're in the, the hookah spot and your throat is burning, yeah. when you go home and you blow your nose and see how much mm-hmm. soot is in your nose, it's so unhealthy. Yeah. And then you're not supposed to be smoking out the plastic. Because that plastic, all the microplastics going in your throat, it's supposed to be a wooden mm-hmm. nozzle. Teach them. So I'm just like, y'all not doing, y'all are doing spooka. Okay. That's not hookah. Spooka. It's spooky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that hookah is killing y'all. Man, Mooney, you need to do some uh, some jingles. You got yeah, you need to do some jingles. Can you, can you jingle you know, them us jingles a, be a paying. break? Can you jingle us to a break? Baller alert. Baller alert. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Stay tuned with more of the Baller Alert Show. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, 
Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to a special edition of the Baller Alert Show. What's up? It's your girl, Money Long, and you are now watching the Baller Alert Show on Revolt. Money Long on the Baller Alert Show, uh, made for me. Uh, where did you come up with this? Um, so I did on the BET Soul Train Awards this past November. I did a rendition of Made For Me that had a bridge, um, which featured vocalists, uh, choir vocalists, and my favorite vocalists. Um, and I did the arrangement for that with a young man named Jawan who's also singing and Walter Millsap um and I just wanted like sometimes choirs can be a little cringy right but I felt like this song gave um especially those chord changes on the bridge it definitely gave like praise and worship because I used to lead the praise and worship team like when I did, was heavy in the church um because that's all my mama would let me do uh so I decided like okay let me go back to my roots and bring that into the performance and it was also probably one of my more simpler performances I've ever done um, because I'm like okay you know the only thing you can do is if you keep going up and up and up you got to bring it back down to bring it back up otherwise it's just you're going to end up like hanging off the roof by your pinky toe so (laughs) bars you know what I'm saying so I had to bring it back down um, do something a lot more simple and then for the music video uh, I wanted to do something around Halloween where it was like Frankenstein kind of I lose my lover and then I go to the morgue and I get all these body parts and sew them together and make my perfect person but that was a little bit too gory Um, and also like sometimes as a black female artist you have to understand that while you might not be because black women are not a monolith there's there's emo girls there's luxury girls there's the the hood girls there's the bookworm nerdy girls city girls um, city girls Mm -hmm. you know so it's like there's so many different kind of black women but what the general public wants to see from a black woman is a is a is a small set of things that they will accept and so i kind of understood that like okay even though that is going into like the sci-fi anime bag everybody don't want to see that for me so let me just temper it and like turn it down a little bit so I teamed up with Trinidad James and, and Des Gray and they tweaked my treatment to make it be um, AI mm-hmm. robot black people in tech black people in tech um, and so without giving you too much basically the concept was that maybe if you you know when you think about the conversation on Twitter and uh, spiritual world posts a lot about relationships and the arguments that are happening between black men and black women and how people feel like the dating pool is piss Um, thank god I don't have to do it but (laughs) you know (laughs) if you listen to what the streets are saying it's hell out here and so I remember maybe 20 years ago thinking wouldn't it be cool to see the person that you're talking to on the phone and then boom we have FaceTime and so I'm wondering, you know, just putting it out there, um, especially I don't know if you guys follow like any AI pages on Instagram. I I'm follow scared this. of AI. You already using it. No, I'm talking about you AI. Are. AI is going to take everybody's you, job. You, you're already next, using it. It's already I'm happening. I'm talking about the AI that they're trying to prove <laughs> in the entertainment business to where they trying to license our voices and face and all this stuff. To I mean, that that just becomes a human rights issue. Right. But you're using AI every day. 
Okay, I like AI in their terms, but not the terms where they trying to uh, legalize. I will say Luke James played a good AI at the end when you yes. uh, put them back together. Yeah, yeah. Where did um, Trinidad James come from, too? I've known him for a while. Um, I was working with him as a songwriter producer, um, and I saw that he was doing a lot of sexy red stuff. Mm-hmm. So he transitioned from just being an artist and being, you know, the representative to now assisting other people. Um, when it comes to like style, um, creating content, shooting videos. And so I saw him doing his thing with Sexy Red and I was like, man, that's good for you. And one thing about me, I never like to uh, engage or reach out to people until I actually got something for you to do. So I put it on my list of like, I really want to work with him on something. And um, I hit him and he was like, let's go. I'm ready. And they, when I tell you, nice. like, they really like, delivered on everything that they said they was going to do because that's another thing is like it's priceless when you can find someone who can do what they advertise right mm-hmm. and in this business there's a lot of people who will say one thing and then as soon as you get a little cloud get some success they switch it up and then you know they want to own everything they want to take credit for everything that's whack mm-hmm. that's very whack but then there are some people very few and far between that if they say I can get you this they get it. They deliver. Sometimes they over-deliver. Um, they deliver on time. They do it without complaint. Those are the people that you want to surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for and sure. And Trinidad is definitely one of those people. Okay. Is this a song leading into a project? Absolutely. I have an album. I just finished it, actually. That's what I'm here for in Atlanta. Um, to finish my project, I'm working with Tricky Stewart. Uh, hey, Tricky. He's, yeah, he's executive producing it. It's one of there. I got songs with... Tommy Brown and Mr. Franks, who did a lot of the Ariana Grande hits that we know and love. Um, Teron Thomas, who did like a bunch of the stuff with with Lizzo about Damn Tommy won Record of the Year, Song of the Year last year. He's Uh, nominated. uh, Rock City. Yeah. Rock City. He's nominated for Songwriter of the Year this year at the Grammys. Um, I've known him for years. He's amazing. And then The Dream uh, worked with him. And then Kukarel who does all like my background vocals and my vocal production. Um, he also is part of the reason why I feel like we won Best R&B Performance for uh, Hours and Hours at the Grammys last year. So, dream team. I'm excited, yes, man. Damn. I'm yeah. excited That's about this because I love your voice. I like your style. Like, you have nostalgia in your voice, too, you know. Thank you. And I even like watching you perform. Like, that that one performance that went viral when you're like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> you know, I, what did I do? <laughs> I just I be it. having fun, man, being silly, and it's like I gotta always keep that. I gotta always keep that because you know people like they they turn into a now. Mind you, if it's funny, I'm gonna laugh. It was this one dude that um. He took that sound and he made it like when you get in the car and your seat's hot. Yeah. And it was like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> and that, that was funny. It made yeah, me that. that you can laugh at yourself, though, because I feel like a lot of artists do not like the antics on social media. But that's just because I know who I am. It's like, it's, that ain't gonna hurt. It ain't hurt nothing. But, you know, when it, when the song came out, I was like, man, y'all are... Wearing this song out. Oh, so you was one of the haters. No, I ain't gonna lie. That, that song you, made me think about you? my wife. No, I, I, it makes me think about my wife. I love that song, but... They I did wanted, wear it out. No, I'm one of those people that would listen to a song out. 20 times in one day when I first hear it and when I really like it. But I don't want the internet to be playing it too. Like, I don't want to get on the internet. I'm like, I didn't listen to this 20 times in my car. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, blessing and a curse. Mm-hmm. Because while I'm super grateful, and a lot of times too, the way the industry's set up now... If your song is not doing that on the internet, they won't even yeah. they pay you dust. So it's like you kind of need it. Um, but I only, I only truly appreciate it when it's organic. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I did not pay people. Did yeah, you like made, that song? Up? Like the made for me is like organic because I think a girl in some blue pants, blue girl, pajama a girl pants. in the blue pajamas. It's a lot of beef going on on TikTok about that because it's two creators that um, one guy. Uh-oh. <clears throat> one guy named Ruben J, um, he did. He made a parody making fun of my Soul Train performance, just like walking in the wind because it was crazy cold and windy. So you know his wig is like doing like this. You know <laughs> it's super funny, um, super funny, and like he made it like kind of like the the good Christian sanctified version. And then the young girl uh, Marie, she took it to the hood. 
you know, she was in, uh, what was it, TJ Maxx or something like that in some pajamas. I almost bought those same pajamas from Target, but I got the green ones. Um, and she was in there, you know, just like, she yeah. thugged it out a little mm-hmm. bit. And that's what people are arguing about. Like, oh, yeah. she started it first. He started it first. It's like, guys, we all winning. This is good yeah. engagement. Yeah, it, you know, I'm content. not mad. I love I'm not it. mad. They love fighting on TikTok. I hope they keep they making you viral. I do got a question, though. When did this guy Shaka come into the picture, man? It's a good guy right here. This is a good guy uh, right he here. Right. <laughs> he right. uh, I've been working with Shaka for maybe like six, eight months now. I don't okay. know. Oh, okay. Something like six. Yeah. Um... Always, obviously, been a fan from a distance. Um, and he, him and Jeff really, like, take care of me. And it's hard for me, right, to listen to other people mm-hmm. because I'd be worried, like, you're just trying to benefit, you know, in some way. Like, what's the catch? Um, but they're not like that at all. It's like they can actually give me advice and give me the reason why mm-hmm. I shouldn't be doing it or I should go this way versus this way. Um, and we have a great chemistry where I trust them you, you know and that's like it's that's very yeah it's very important especially being a woman right yeah. um, you know them working with Luda for all these years is totally different right I gotta get hair and makeup styling before I do anything I gotta I gotta be looking right I cannot go outside without makeup on or people are like well she looks sick you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. I, and I just look regular mm-hmm. so they understand that they fight for me um as a performer <clears throat> there are certain things that i need like i went to the shantae moore concert last night and she said it was hot in there and i was like it's just me and then she said it she was like thank y'all for boiling for me because i can't sing with the air on mm. you know just c- certain things like that where like you go into a venue and they don't want to cut the air condition off so they blowing all this dust and cold air into your lungs and then they expect you to go out there and sing for an hour and hit these, you know. And it's drying your vocal cords. Is that is that why she's drying that? your vocal cords? But also, like you, when you warm up, you're literally imagine like you know you're a runner, you're an athlete, and you warm up, you run around the track, and then you sit in the cold for 20 minutes. So now mm. you're tight again, and you can hurt yourself that way, you know. So it's like it's the same thing with a singer. I do all those warm ups, and then you get ready to go perform on these award shows and right before you walk on stage there's air <laughs> blowing right on top of your head yeah. you know and they got to keep all those lights cool so you understand that but at a certain point you know you need people back there like Shaka fighting for you to be like hey cut that air off yeah. five minutes you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. it's very important man it's like those, just those little things you hit because those now. moments live forever mm-hmm. it's like you know it might only be a four-minute performance, but they're going to watch it yeah. over and over for years to come. So it's got to be right, you know? It's your legacy. I got to say shout-out to J.D. and B. Cox, man, because when I tell you every Wednesday at Ladies of R&B, your songs are in rotation. 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 I love that. Rotation. rotation. You're part of keeping like R&B comedy. alive. Thank you. For real. Thank you. you. Catch that? They, they're in rotation. They're in rotisserie like powder. So. Oh! Get out! Wow. Wow. Powder, powder. Oh, what powder uh, did he use? Exactly. All right, I'm actually kind of sad about this. Rest in peace, powder. <laughs> he mad. He ain't... That's why he said, "Oh, y'all didn't catch that one." I was like, "It's okay. <laughs> He's in hog history. heaven." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Money long on the Baller Alert show. Before we get out of here, we do have to ask you for a pep talk. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Money Long, and my little piece of motivation for you is: get up out that bed. Ain't no money in that bed. Get out there in them streets. Line in pockets. Can't get enough of Baller Alert? Follow us on all social media platforms at Baller Alert. Log on to BallerAlert.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. 
Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts. 